welcome to Don't Call Me Boomer, the podcast where I interview my kids about the things in their lives that I don't understand as a way of bridging the generational gap and making sense of the world they live in. Today, we're talking about Discord, an app that I only learned about recently after I heard my kids chatting away in their rooms, and it was pretty clear that they just weren't on Skype. So here to fill me in today is Gabriel. Hello. Hi, Gabriel. Gabriel, you spend a lot of time on Discord, I think. Talking with my friends. Talking with your friends. What is it? Well, it's basically like Skype, but it's centered more for gamers. And instead of having group conversations, you can have servers. I find that also like it's a bit the UI, etc. is a bit better than Skype. So UI means? User interface. User interface. UI of the buttons you click. And um, can you go a little bit more into what the servers are and so on? A little, break it down a bit more. Yeah. yeah. So in Discord, there are three things, main things actually for chatting and messaging. There are um, private DMs, direct messages, just you and the person. Okay. Group DMs. It's a group of people in a private message and it can go to up 10 people. So basically in servers, you can have text channels folders and um voice channels voice channels you can just join it and it won't ring anyone and other people can join and you can talk with them text channels are exactly what they sound like you can just um like type in them and folders are like for example if a server owner who um wants to keep it organized could um for example make a folder text channels and they would put all the text channels full um things in there so what's on a server what what, what are you doing on a server what makes it different from a group so on a server um you can invite up to five hundred thousand people Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so there are some very big servers that are just like to talk or like maybe they're based on video games. For example, uh, a very, very famous server is from a YouTuber and it has 300,000 people in it. Like, of course, they hire like staff members to keep it organized because they can't be online all the time. Right. Um, they have a custom bot, which we'll come to later, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and like, you can really make servers for anything. Okay. So a server is, is going to be started by someone, like there's an admin or a group of admin, I guess, for a server and it's based and it started uh, for a theme. Yeah. I talk over server permissions. Sure. Tell us about server so, permissions. Um, yeah. You can make rules. Rules for the server. Yeah. So okay. for example, like if you're hiring staff, you could say, okay, I'll give you the role admin. Oh, role. Okay. Roles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you can make it um, so that role can do specific things. Okay. Like maybe delete other users' messages, create text channels, voice channels, folders, etc. Okay. And then you can make it. Okay. And everyone else gets a role called member and they can only send messages and use voice channels. And then the creator of a server has something called um, like server owner. So they can do anything. They can create any rules. Because let's say you have three rules, um, member, admin, and owner. 
if I give someone the admin role, they cannot give themselves permissions or um, mm. give themselves a role higher than theirs. So they right. can't give themselves sure. owner role. And okay. the server owner, they can transfer ownership, but mm. they can do anything. They can give themselves higher roles, create higher roles, give themselves mm. all permissions, which they don't have to do, but like they can still do that, etc. So it's very, uh, you know. So do you know about a little bit about the history of uh, when it started and who started really. it? Okay. So the CEO of uh, Discord, his name is Jason Citrin. He's 36 years old. He started Discord in 2015. Before that, he he had started an app called Open Faint, which was a social gaming platform for mobile games. He sold it in 2011 for $104 million. Then he founded a game development studio called Hammer and Chisel the next year in 2012. And when he was developing games at Hammer and Chisel, what he realized was that it was really hard to strategize with his friends when they were each playing you know, like you do with your friends, like you're all connected remotely to, to a platform, to a server somewhere. So that prompted him to found Discord in 2015, which was really built initially for gamers to do, like, I think you do this, right? You play, you're often on Discord, talking with your friends over Discord while connected to a world with your friends and playing some kind of game, right? Mm -hmm. It's since broadened and there are more communities. And um, and last year in June 2020, it was rebranded as your place to talk. So really Wait, what was the first brand again? The well, the first idea was it I can't remember what their slogan was for mm. gamers, but it was like your place to chat or mm. or I don't I don't remember I mean, exactly. I know it's your place to talk. But now it's called your mm. place to talk as a way of making it more open to everybody who who wants to use it to communicate yeah. with other people. Let's talk a bit about money and monetization. Uh, so it, there's no advertising. Nope. Right? And Jason Citrin seems to be pretty determined that there will never be advertising. Yet, they, they're still making money. They're not profitable yet, but they're making money. In 2019, their revenue was $45 million. Last year, 2020, it generated $130 million in re revenue. It's also grown. I mean, with the pandemic, loads more people have tuned into it, have signed up for it. Um, it's grown pr predominantly through word of mouth. In January 2021, I saw um, it rated second after Facebook for time spent on a social media platform for American adults. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so there's no advertising. How do they make their money? Uh, not using advertising. Well, they only actually have two things you can purchase. Discord Nitro and um, server boosts. Okay. Uh, talk about Nitro. Okay. So basically, Nitro, it gives you perks. For example, like if you can uh, customize your hashtag. So on your username, um, when you create an account, you'll put your username and then it'll give you a hashtag. Like hashtag, I don't know, like 2611. Um, and with Discord Nitro, you can customize that. You can change it to like 0001. 
It has to be a number though. Yeah, yeah. So it's your name, whatever username you choose, yeah. and then it automatically generates some kind of number. Exactly. So for a, for a for a fee, you can actually change the number. Yeah. You also okay. have better image quality. You can use server emojis from any server. Okay. So um, when you're doing the video chats, the image quality that you get is higher uh, quality. When you stream, yeah. Or streams. Yeah. Um, okay. Better um, voice quality. You can upload heavier files. It gives you a little badge and that's like more or less it. Okay. And so let's go to server boosts then. What's a server okay. boost? So let's say I really like this server and basically it just gives the server almost the exact same perks as having this core nitro, but for the whole server, you can upload emojis. Mm, okay. Uh, it's better voice video quality. Mm. Um, you can upload heavier files. To the server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have. So is you it have, your server? Yes, or? yes, it's your server. Unless you want to choose a different server to boost. Okay. Um, every time someone sends an invite, it has a special background on the invite. Okay. And you can also give it a banner. So looking at the text channels, there will be a little banner. It's kind of cool, I guess. Have you ever purchased um, like a nitro? <laughs> or a server boost? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how long is it? So if you purchase it, then it does it last? Is it a monthly payment? And the server boost or Nitro? Well, let's talk about the server boost. If you purchase... So with the server boost, right? Um, it's yeah. like $2. Okay. I mean, like $3. And with Nitro, it puts it down to like $2. Okay. And yes, it's monthly. So okay. you can, for example, if you just want to boost the server for like a month, okay, you just have to pay once and you can just cancel it. All right. So it's like a subscription almost. Basically. And as long as it's not something that you purchase that you have uh, indefinitely, it's yeah. it's a subscription to... And, yeah. And then for Nitro, server. there yeah. are two versions as well. Okay. You can have either a month or a year. Okay. Okay. And do you buy on a monthly basis or you do you buy on an annual basis? I never bought annual. It's, it's quite expensive. Okay. So occasionally when you're feeling a bit wealthy and yeah. like flush with money, then you'll yeah. spend the five bucks exactly. for a nitro for the yeah. month. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, you can also like gift nitros. So you can buy a nitro, mm. give you a little redeem code and you can send it to someone oh. and they can accept it. Oh, that's nice. Has I anyone that, ever bought that, done uh, that for you? No, I do it. I do, do, do it, it for people. Aww. <laughs> so that's how the platform is making money. Yeah. You're paying... You get a basic account, and if you pay money, then you can um, modify your presence to make it more, like, customize your oh, presence, yeah. also right? you can um, have an animated um, icon. Okay. So you can have an animated icon, you can change your hashtag, you can have, you can use more emojis. And then there's the server boost aspect also, which gives sort of superpowers to the server. Yeah. Things that have happened recently in the past week, Microsoft um, was reportedly in talks with Discord to buy the platform for more than $10 billion. Um, I strikes me that from what I've read, um, there's with the advent of Clubhouse and as Clubhouse is becoming increasingly popular, Clubhouse is another social media audio only app. It's invite only. So there's a bit of 
cachet to, to be involved in Clubhouse, to be on Clubhouse. And um, and it sounds like the big companies are starting Facebook, Microsoft, um, uh, Google, I think also are feeling a bit of the pressure from from this Clubhouse app, which is is just a place that people tune into and talk to each other live about specific topics um, that Discord has become more um, attractive. Gabriel, what do you think would happen? Like, what are your thoughts if Mike, if Microsoft were to buy? Well, like, for example, when Microsoft bought Minecraft, like, I was perfectly fine with that. Like, I, I didn't even mind at all. But I think that, like, Discord is completely unique from, like, anything that Microsoft would, like, ever do or make. And I think they would kind of just ruin, like, the cute, like, friendly part of it. Mm. It's, like, really nice and friendly. And I think that the developers like really tried their best to do that and for example on discord youtube channel like they do some cool things and like i think that microsoft would completely ruin that infrastructure okay so you think it'd be sort of it make it more corporate little, yeah. yeah and sort of break the and they're probably going to monetize it way more right right and like say um would you like to buy 10 chat messages for twenty thousand dollars <laughs> So let's go back to that feeling of intimacy that you were talking about just now that you were saying that it's like, you feel like, it sounds like you feel like you're part of a community. Like you've got obviously your friends, the community of your friends who you speak to all the time on Discord, and then the servers that you're part of. Let's talk a bit about how things can go a bit bad sometimes when you're talking to people around the world who you don't know some uh, um they're like all social media platforms there are concerns there are risks 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 about bullying risks for hate speech um personally i have never seen any of that or been subject to or done Okay, that's very good. I'm very, very happy to hear that. And I hope you'll tell me if that does come up. Yeah. Um, They have a safety center that they launched last year to explain the rules of Discord and how to behave on Discord. And when you sign up, you agree also to the community guidelines. So it's the usual Mm -hmm. kinds of things that you can imagine, like no harassment, no hate speech, no threats, don't hide your identity or evade user blocks, don't send viruses or malware. 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 Thank you. According to Citroen, they use a combination of machine learning, um, human um, moderation and volunteer moderators to weed out any behavior that violates their rules. Um, And about 15 percent of their staff is dedicated to just search for servers that go against platform rules. I saw last year they 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 published a transparency report. So in this report they 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 explain about the kinds of ex, um complaints that they get. Do you know how to lodge a complaint on Discord if something were to come up? Like do you know yeah. where to go? Uh-huh. Okay. So they said that 36.6% of reported offenses was harassment and spamming was 12%. But spamming is much, much easier to deal with than harassment. Um, So it's what they dealt with. They were able to deal with spamming most frequently. And it's... Talk about other, like, TOS... 
Yeah, let's talk about other terms of service. Okay, um, so, you know, about servers, people can advertise their servers or advertise other things. Like, for example, a Minecraft server, for say, and um, people can make ads. And most servers have, like, bots or something that would delete those. And then um, there's also a thing called DM advertising, where you can tell someone, or, or you can say in a um, server, let's say, hey, um, Want to join this super cool Discord server? DM me to f- um uh, learn more. That's DM advertising. Okay. There's another form or type or whatever of DM advertising, which is they message you with a message, and it's most likely a bot. And are these forms of advertising allowed? No, those are completely against TOS, and you could get banned for that. And But you've seen these things prop up? Oh, yeah. About all three of them. And do you report them? Uh, no, it's like not at all worth it. It's because not worth the time. It's not worth the time. Because they'll be probably figured out. Like, they'll be detected by... No, it won't. You just but ignore it. It's just not w- worth my time. Okay. Um, and really, this is just to bring people to other servers or to other ex- mm-hmm. external places. Yeah. Right. Um, so they're sort of fishing for people to look at the content. Yeah. That, okay. Exactly. Um, and so that goes against the terms of service, but that's something that you do see. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned bots. Can you mm-hmm. talk more about what bots are? So people can make custom bots and those you code and you can invite to your server but you can also make public bots and bots have commands but some bots can also be dangerous okay for example um there's a thing on discord called server nuking have you heard of that i have not so basically it's almost exactly what it sounds like you can invite a bot or do it manually but you can um destroy a server because the bot Uh. will like delete all the channels you can spam channels ban like everyone like delete rules it sounds like a virus bot yeah basically exactly so that's why you also have to be really cautious with bots um okay Can you go back, can we take a step back for our listeners and explain more in detail, like what a bot is, does, like what is the purpose of a bot? Well, it just does like, you can use commands with it. It does an action. Yeah. And also you can do like auto moderation things with the bots, which can basically like automatically delete the links in messages or like, I mean, delete the messages with links. All right. So let me take a step back and explain this back to you to see if I understand. Okay. So you have a server. Yes. Okay. So you are the owner, the admin of a server. (laughs) People join your server as users. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then what you can do on your server is you can take a bot, which is like an automated tool, some kind of automation, Mm -hmm. a a little piece of code that is, that does something automatically that you bring into your server. It doesn't have to do it automatically. It can, you can run a command so it doesn't manually. Okay. Um, But it's a piece of code that you bring into your server that will perform a specific function. Correct. And that function could be something like any link that has been placed on my server, I want deleted. Correct. So you can either find bots that are created by other people that are publicly available, 
or you can program your own yeah. bot. Well, technically all bots are publicly available, but it's just the invite link that you need. Okay. Okay. And how to use it. So if you have the right in- invitation, then you can use any bot. Correct. Have you ever programmed any bots? Yes. Sometimes I program bots with my friend. And what do you do? What have you done? Can you give me an example of one bot that you've programmed? I don't know. Like stuff on like something that does it come in. I don't know. What coding language do you use to? Uh, Well, you can like I think the two main coding languages languages is python and javascript okay um yeah this is i totally understand more now why this is like this is why you're not just using skype or whatsapp yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot more going on in discord and a lot more ways to connect with people and to enhance your experience talking to people um plus the fact that there's like this whole coding aspect through bots um that makes it interesting for someone you like you I guess, who likes coding occasionally. Yes. So I want to thank um, some of our listeners out there who have contacted us with ideas for future episodes of Don't Call Me Boomer, taking us outside of um, this the discussions that we've been having to, to date about social media and, and technology to other topics like climate change or more generally about, about harassment. So those are some great ideas that we're going to be thinking about over the next little while. And uh, if you have other ideas, don't forget to write us. We can reach us at boomer. At don'tcallmeboomer.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe to this podcast. We really need your likes and subscribes so that we know that you guys are out there listening. Followers. Boomer. (laughs) And we even have an Instagram. Wow. What's the handle, Sandra? It's don't call me boomer, Gabriel. Wow. (laughs) Follow us and like us. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.